This is Brian Ige from Viz Media, and the Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Rosario Gamato, and with me tonight is... The founder and CEO of ToonamiFaithful.com and Toonami News, Paul Pascrillo. And... Daniel Sherlock, webmaster of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... Darrell Maddox, the dude that doesn't do And ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Woo! Woo! Yeah! We're here. Yeah. Well, they brought his back. ass from back over Japan now, lazy ass bastard. I know it's almost as if I was on some kind of a vacation. How how dare I? <laughs> yeah, damn, yeah. We missed you too, sweetums. I missed you guys. I really did. I'm I'm incredibly I'm incredibly glad to be back. Um, I have stories to tell, but uh, first things first, we got to get into what what's going on. You guys did a lot while I was away, so <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, and Jose. thank you. Thanks. <laughs> um, but uh, I will go ahead and let you guys get into it because I wasn't here for mostly any of this. All right. Well, uh, so if those of you out there in the podcast universe haven't heard already, we have a little partnership now. Um, for those of you that know what Adult Swim Central is, it's a fan site, uh, obviously, for Adult Swim. They um, contacted us and said, hey, um, we have this tsunami portion that we aren't doing anything with. We have no clue what to do with it. Um, and Paradox had got basically got in contact with them and said that we should do something together. We talked, and the result is something called Tsunami Central. Basically, there's a Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash tsunami central. Uh, we'll be posting some things there, but most of the stuff news-wise will be posted still on Toonami News on Twitter. Uh, there's a Toonami Central page. It's Adult Swim Central slash adultswimcentral.com slash Toonami. Uh, basically there, you can connect to Adult Swim Central's Twitter. You can uh, go to Toonami News' Twitter. Uh, I'm sure that we'll have something up for the Adult Swim or the adult center, or Toonami Central. I'm sorry. Wow. Toonami Central. so bad. <laughs> I know I'm f***ing up right now. See, we've been we've been gone for too long. We yeah, we still need to get back into the swing of things. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> but anyways, getting back to what I was saying, um, Toonami Central on Twitter. We'll have a link for that too, eventually. Um, but basically, uh, Toonami Central is a way to interact with our website, um, and also for them to have a uh, Toonami portion to their website uh, so far the the partnership has been working out really well i have to say thank you to john over there at adult swim central um you're helping us greatly with our stats so uh thank you for doing that you'll also notice that um like for example the halo 4 review that we put up on youtube and on our website is also um one of the main things on the adult swim central page right now um that is also up and also the under the podcast link, you'll you'll see a little podcast named oh I don't know, Tsunami Faithful Podcast. <laughs> that um, yeah, we'll also you can also link to our podcast website through there. So We're, I'm really excited about the partnership. I was literally in Japan. It was 
what time is it? It was like three o'clock in the morning, I think, when you guys announced it for me. And I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> you thought it was the real Adult Swim, didn't you? No, I didn't think it was the real Adult Swim. I knew I knew who Adult Swim Central was, and I'd been I've been following those guys for years. And I'm like, oh my god, I actually get to work with these people now. Like this is this is really cool. And luckily, yeah. I didn't f- it up with my drunkenness and my over the top personality at times. <laughs> so you've come close, but you've come close. Yeah, <laughs> I kiss my ass. Love you. Love I know. you. Anyways, um, so look forward to uh, us doing some collaborations and other things together. Uh, Me and John have been talking about some things, so this isn't the end of this partnership, so to speak. We're going to be doing some more stuff, and uh, when we do, um, you'll hear from us, and you'll hear from Adult Swim Central. And make sure you you follow them on Twitter. Uh, It's at AS Central. And they have the the um... (laughs) evil-looking shake logo <laughs> yeah. so but they're a bunch of great guys though yeah I oh mean, yes we couldn't partner with anybody better <laughs> well we could do adult swim but i doubt that's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> well that would, that would just be turner at a certain point that would sold out to the man <laughs> we sold out yeah. to the man, man. hey there's nothing wrong with selling out the man with your pockets getting filled yeah there's also no problem with selling out period i work for <laughs> justin bieber everybody <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> so really? Selena Gomez single now, so that means somebody can get at that, right, <laughs> Paul? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you all are creepy old men. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> we are. She's, all, she's uh, over eighteen. Welcome back, exactly. old day. Anyways, yeah. Anyways. Uh, next thing that we were working on. Um, if you guys remember, we had um, I created a T-shirt store to sell our t-shirts and i kind of thought since we had gotten a a few other affiliates that it was time to take it to another level so now instead of it being the tsunami faithful t-shirt store it's the tsunami faithful store uh basically it's the same same web address tsunami faithful store.weebly.com uh basically on there you can purchase the t-shirts uh you can purchase anime now which is new um what we mean by anime is we've put up i think it's six cd or six dvds that we've put up right um thundercats uh samurai seven dead man wonderland cash and sins stop me if i'm not saying these right <laughs> um so far so good i'm sh- uh dead man wonderland's in there right dead yeah. man wonderland cash and sins uh thundercats basically if it's aired on tanami it's probably there guys and yeah pretty Samurai. much and don't forget about Samurai 7 with Billy Bob the Samurai. <laughs> Billy Bob. Billy Bob, my favorite Samurai. Oh, and, and then I put, I, I just put up um, Tenchi Muyo GXP too as well. So all those are there. There's three different links. One is for Amazon, one is for Right Stuff, and one is for um, Anime Nation. So first of all, thanks to all three of those <laughs> for doing affiliates with us. But um, also, if you go through those links, when you purchase a DVD... Um, we get a portion. So please do that. Help us out. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we, love you. we love you long time. We exactly. love you long time, yes. And actually some of the banners, too, that are up on the up on the store as well. Um, when you go to that website, if you buy something off of that website using that link, uh, it should go to us, too. So you, you don't you're not limited just to the DVDs we put up. But um, 
you can buy other shit too. Right. Yeah. I think you could buy like um, apparel too. Whatever else is on the website, you can buy too as well. So. Yes, I am living proof that it does work because I've done it already. Yes, you have. And um, the other portion on there too is the uh, the music portion, which is uh, Nerdcore Absolution. It basically just has a link to our uh, Bandcamp site. Um, the CD will be up soon. I, I promise. We're waiting on a certain person that I'm not going to say that everybody already knows, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> it ain't none of their business. We're waiting but, on Darrell. We're waiting on Darrell. Yes, we're oh, waiting okay. on Darrell. He, he wants a rapping <laughs> debut. He's going to knock it out of the park. No, I don't know. I'm going to be his MC. It's going to be really awesome. I'm going to be like right. as white as I can. Just be like, yo, Toonami Faithful. Yeah, with no rhythm. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, because Papa Smurf, the one that's mixing my beats and everything, you know. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, Full Metal Alchemist from the brother. Woo! That type of thing. Yes. Do <laughs> you guys remember that? By the way, we did yes. that like three weeks ago. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> Got to tune up the of course. Yep. Um, we should have so, like a little. If this was a video podcast, I wish we had like a little video counter. It'd be like, how many of courses that we said? Of course. <laughs> of course. Ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding. We we'll see how maybe, many knives maybe, I actually maybe on the live. Yeah. Maybe That's on the true. live show we can maybe do it, but Drill, probably not. From, uh, that uh, video we were watching last night. Krillin owned one. Really yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love that. We gotta talk about on the, the we gotta talk about that on the podcast someday, but that was hilarious. But anyways, uh, so basically that's the Tsunami Faithful store. Go there, purchase your div- your uh, anime DVDs, and you know purchase our shirts too as well. There. Um, speaking of Nerdcore Absolution, which is our next topic here, uh, it's a uh, it's actually starting to uh, pick up steam because I'm starting to get artists that I didn't even think I was gonna get on the album. Um, so, so far we have, let's see if I get everybody right. We got Kadesh flow. Everybody knows Kadesh is there. Um, let's see. Mega Ran is also there. Um, who's the guy I just added today, Daniel? Um, Mr. Wilson, right? Joshua. No. Well, there's Mr. Wilson, but then there's also, um, none like Joshua. None like Joshua. See, I didn't want to screw that up. Um, actually, a lot of people know who None Like Joshua is, and I think a lot of people are going to like the fact that he's on this. Um, some of these songs, again, are going to be free. The songs that are going to be free will will be placed on free download once we've completed the whole CD, Daniel. And um, <laughs> uh, we'll also announce what, um, what songs are free before we put them out free so you guys know. Um, what I'd like to do with the with the CD, as far as the charity portion goes, yes, there's a little charity portion that goes with this. Um, if you purchase the DVD, if you purchase the CD, what I want to do, and I think you guys will agree with me, is uh, donate to the Empire State Fund uh, for those that were hit by Sandy. I think that's uh, a good charity to go to, and. I think that's Either where them or Red Cross, one of them. Yeah, or the Red Cross. So I'll probably do both, depending on how many CDs we do. And that's going to be an incentive for you guys to purchase, too. So that way we can help them out as well. Because I think a lot of people, especially in Long Island, are still hurting, as I saw in the news today. So Yes. Uh, not I think a lot that's very good still, Not a lot, a lot of people are still without power. A lot of people won't have power until apparently Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, so help 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 
my brother out. <laughs> Up where you can. Yes, please. So we're all in this together. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And Daniel would know because he's right there, actually. So. Yeah, you were. You actually did not have power, right? We. I did not have power for four and a half days. Ooh. Damn! I know you was thinking he needed a bath. <laughs> yes, let's make fun of him and his tragic conditions. That's the appropriate way to handle this. Hey, you gotta handle with a little bit of humor, man. But seriously, luckily I was able to take a shower. So before the booyah, Darrell. So yeah, mm. hey, I was out on hey, I was out on bivouac, funky as hell for two weeks. Kiss my ass. Oh God. Anyways, oh, we got to get back in the swing of things, Jesus. Yeah. I know we went on a tent. We're rusty, we're too man. Used to t- we're too used to talking to each other now. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're just like, oh, let's just have a random conversation. On the- oh, wait, we're recording. Yeah. Anyways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Crap. What? Stop kidding. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the last thing I want to talk to talk to you guys about, besides the news, which is coming up, uh, is I. We've been using the blogs a lot. We've we've put up two reviews, um, and I decided to just put up a blog because a lot of people have been asking me for some odd reason, what are the game reviews that Toonami's done since it came back? Um, that kind of disappoints me that some of you have asked that question, but... Because um, you should you go... watch every week. How dare you? Yeah, <laughs> watch every week, but anyways... Um, if you go says to, the guy who didn't watch it for two weeks. <laughs> says the guy, <laughs> you hypocrite. Well, I mean, you kind of had an excuse. I mean, you're obviously in Japan, and, well, they don't show it in Japan, so. Yep. God damn it, adults. But well, didn't you record it anyways? I did. I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch them. So, technically, you did do your part anyway, so. Good, Jose. Yay. Good boy. Oh, well, it won't anyways. count to the ratings anymore, but, it yeah. It won't count, yeah. Once I watch them, they won't count. <laughs> That's true. But um, basically, if you go to ChinamiFaithful.com, click on the blog link, um, it'll be one of the blogs that's up right now. Uh, so if you guys haven't seen a game review or you guys want to be reminded of, hey, that was that was the game review I remember, uh, it's right there on the blogs. We're working on something perhaps where we don't need to put it in a blog, so um, stay tuned for that. But other than that, that's all I got. I think that's all the important information. We could go over the, the last two weeks of news, but um, that's kind of yeah, pointless. I don't, I don't think people want a three-hour podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Plus, you guys, if it was important, you should be checking the site anyways. Uh, remember when we're not here because uh, that happens, and make sure you check the site because it it'll be there no matter what. Twitter.com yeah. slash tsunami news. Twitter.com slash tsunami news or itself. Um, so, shall we get into it? Yes, we shall. Let's roll. So, <laughs> oh anyway. I hate him. Yeah, so, you all hate me. I liked so you better when you were quiet. Oh, oh damn. Oh. Love you. Oh. Anyways. Twitter and Facebook. Love you too. Oh. <laughs> Let me try this one more time. Sorry. <laughs> From Facebook and Twitter, this is Toonami News. Uh, first, we'll start with the ratings. Jose, the auctioneer, would you like to uh, tell us the ratings? Oh, man, I haven't done this in a while. Okay, here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Let's time him. Oh, are we timing me? Hang on, let me get my phone out. 
<laughs> let me, let, me God, tell well, let me make it simple. TanamiFaithful.com. There you go, guys. Yeah, no. Anyways. Yeah, you should visit the <laughs> website. Anyways, uh, here we go. Bleach started out with 1,110,000. Samurai 7 did 908,000. Uh, Catcher and Sins did 807,000. Odeka 7 did 756,000. Symbiotic Titan did 773,000. Sundercats did 726,000. Fullmetal Alchemist Brother did 585,000. Fullmetal Alchemist did 528,000. Ghost in the Shell did 447,000. Ghost in the Shell did 407,000. Cowboy Bebop did 380,000. Cowboy Bebop did 454,000. That is Time. 25 seconds. <laughs> 25.7 seconds. All right. So, to the fat weird guy with the moo moo and heels on. Oh, I'm sorry. That's your wife, sir. Oh. I'm married? <laughs> yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes. <laughs> so um if you couldn't hear any of that because it's fast first play the podcast in slow motion and second just go check tsunamifaithful.com yes Yes. so basically the ratings were actually really really good especially for uh cashier and sins and uh thundercats and symbionic titans so they look to be getting better and better and better so i'm happy with how cashier and sins is doing uh that was that was last week right Yep. That was the last week of Cash. I need to go. I need to go watch it. I did not yes, see you it do. because you hate that series. <laughs> no, I Darrell, really don't I don't hate, hate Casher and Sins. We all know it was just a giant uh, child support custody issue. And they don't hate Sins. <laughs> yeah. By the way, don't spoil the ending for me. I, I really don't know what it is yet, so don't don't ruin it. Don't be too surprised. <laughs> Let me guess. Everybody dies. I'm I'm gonna call it right now. Everybody dies. Um, and uh, and Friender is the hero. Like, and uh, yes, and he gets his own spinoff show called Friend or Sins, where he pees on everything. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Why not? Of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, my God. All right. So trending. Um, well, let's talk about this, for example. For first, um, Tenchi Muyo GXP actually was the biggest trend of the night with uh, not only being – I believe it was actually – the top trend under whatever was being promoted um and it also went worldwide so apparently a lot of you were uh, very happy with tenchi muyo uh, gxp not this guy <laughs> i know we were we Cry were talking about river but um let's see I'm not too excited about it either though it starts off slow gentlemen I'm just surprised at that. I really wanted everybody to die within the first half of the series. I was just (laughs) first half of the episode. Sorry, I was just like, everybody, please die. (laughs) 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 All right, turn that off. I don't know what it is, but please stop. Oh, that was actually me playing Taz on the harmonica, man. Yeah, turn that shit off. <laughs> but you play very well. Really Thank you, sir. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Terrell did something. Yay. Yay. Good you, job, Terrell. He justified his existence on this show. Yay. <laughs> Fuck you all. Seriously, though. All right, I, I, I'm just not going to talk about Tenchi anymore because uh, it is the first episode. I should give it more of a chance, but... I already hate everybody. So apparently the other, shows that, the other shows that trended were Eureka 7, uh, Full Metal Alchemist. I know Cowboy trended as well. I don't know if Inuyasha trended. I don't think it did. I didn't see it. Oh, uh, yes. It, it did. It, it did? did? Okay. I think so. Okay, I was just too drunk to freaking. And, and Toonami also trended, but um, 
Actually, Jarrell, maybe you want to talk about this. You saw something about people were saying Toonami sucks on there or something? Yeah, they said something about Toonami sucking, man. I think it was like about 12 comments. That's every you know. week. Hey, that's just being assholes, though. You know, I say like this, they can yeah, suck my thunder. It seems like it was a lot more than <laughs> normal, at least for uh, Jason DeMarco's retweets. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really happy that Tenshi came back, but I don't mind it either. I don't I, care as long as it gets good ratings, but me personally with that show so far, I really don't like it. I really don't. Yeah. I, I, I do hope it gets awesome ratings, though. I hope it does amazingly well. They get a bajillion dollars out of it, and everybody <laughs> lives happily ever after. But me, personally, I don't like the show. Well, l- let me just say this. I think I'm open to any show that goes on Toonami, and the point of it, of a show being on there, is to watch it. And if you want Toonami to continue and to get bigger, then you need to watch that show. And if you say that Toonami sucks, and I find out who you are... I probably will drag you to hell and kill you there. What's the point of killing him in hell? I don't know. It's hot down there. It's, <laughs> it's hot it's, out it's, there for a pig. You'll never escape. That's the that's the point of killing someone in hell. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the whole point. Anyways, but yeah, uh, you should all, sh- you know, yeah, you guys heard my rants before. I still watch Bleach, despite how much I really don't like that show. I still watch it every week because I want it to do. I want Tsunami to do better. And I will continue to watch Tenchi Muyo despite the fact I really want everybody to die. Horrible, <laughs> horrible deaths. Well, it was the first episode. I will give Darrell that. But I'm just surprised that this Tenchi, like, wow, that, that came back to the block. I wasn't really prepared for it. This is a newer Tenchi. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's, it's still Tenchi. tenchi. <laughs> and the guy that doesn't really get lucky at all. Yeah, he's not even Tenchi, really. No, yeah. that's Sana. Tenchi's not even in the show. Well, maybe. Well, well, maybe. Maybe. Okay, so I'm not giving any yeah, spoilers. Yeah, don't give any spoilers. I have no idea. Yeah, well, right, we'll find we'll out during the time. But <laughs> Well, yeah. just think about this, for example. Samurai, Samurai 7, I don't know. What episode was last week? Number wise. It was about rice. <laughs> They're all about rice. But <laughs> what, what number was it? I think it was 13. Everybody, okay. we're going to so make a game called We're, we're looking at about <laughs> a drinking game. We have done that a couple of weeks. I seriously am on the floor palaster, just drowning in my own vomit. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not a fun drinking game. Oh, my God. Lightweight. Anyways. No, you know what's a more fun drinking game? Drink every time Tenchi Muyo GXP pisses you off. <laughs> or every time the girl gets on top of him. Or every time he's getting petted. Yep. There you go. That was annoying the <laughs> shit out of me. Anyways. Anyways, sorry. So, yeah. So those are all the ones that, that trended. Um, I kind of wish that with the new schedule that's there now, like I, I like that Thundercats is earlier. Um, I know a lot of people don't like that Rieka 7 is back at 2.30. But I'm okay I would with it because of... it's a less new show. <clears throat> right. But I, I would kind of like to see, and Sketch was kind of talking about that too, was um, having Inuyasha farther up, because I think that would help a lot too. Because a lot of people do still like Inuyasha, and they would still watch it, especially these, uh, you know, the first couple episodes of Inuyasha where it's really good. Um, 
Well, I would like is, to see that go up a little bit farther. Inuyasha draws in a bigger female audience, though, to Adult Swim, which I don't know if they want it, but it, it, that, that's that's what the uh, that's what they said before that that Inuyasha usually draws in a female audience. Well, if it does, why is it at five? I mean, I understand why it's at the five to six a.m. Because they're reruns, no matter what. Well, it's there because that's where it was making. I guess it was well, doing ratings. I, I, I would that. say if it's if it's giving them ratings, let's leave it. But if if it's not, I would probably move it. Coming, it is true. It is definitely audience to females. But um, I you know it's a good series nonetheless. Um, yeah, I, nice. I, I do think it should deserve a little higher slot. I, I like the show. I mean, I like these fir- these first couple of episodes are, are seriously the best part of the show. Um, it, it doesn't. It starts getting really bad when Naraku just never f-ing dies. Yeah, that did piss me the f- I'm oh, like, damn, God. are you gonna f-ing kill this dude at any f-ing time? Like, do we have another villain anywhere? Okay, we have a win person. Oh, but she's controlled by Naraku. Okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> we have a few, but that's about it. Yeah, seriously. It doesn't get good until they go into digital animation again uh, after a little while. Yes, Mr. Editor. <laughs> Lordy, Lordy, me. You always got to be a guy. But we'll, we'll, let's shit. give it a chance. See what the ratings pull up for it. I yeah. Well, again, I, I, I hope, hope it does I great. I just hope it kind of gets moved up because I think that would that would definitely help. Um, I mean, it, it kind of like as soon as Bebop is over, I'm pretty much tired, and I'll or force fall asleep during Be- Bebop. <laughs> so it just depends on how much I had to drink. Um, oh. it depends on how much. I don't know. I, I really don't know. It depends on for me. <laughs> it's like some nights I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay up. The other nights I'm like, I'll watch the recordings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, next topic, because we've been talking about opinions for the past two minutes or so. <laughs> and ranting on, like, school children. Or Tenchi. <laughs> or Tenchi. <laughs> anyways, um, the next piece of news was the Halo 4 review. Yet another paid endorsement from another company. Yay! Which is good. Yay! And they really, really good. Money. And they gave it a nine. And they did give it a nine. Well, I mean, the graphics are really good in that that game, so... Doesn't make a, a good game. Shut up. The graphics do make a game. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yet again, they actually used that new room that they've created, and I well, like the new room. Well, Disney paid for it, so they're going to keep using it. <laughs> well, apparently yeah. Microsoft paid for it, too. No, so. Disney paid for that damn thing. I'm pretty sure they did. I guess. Yeah, they did. Jason said they paid for that room, and it's now just going to be used for game uh, yeah, game because they can just reuse that room however many times they want. And yep. they don't care about animation. They have to use. They'll replay the same one over and over if they have to. Yep. Just replace the screen. So thank it's, you, Disney. Love you guys. Yeah. yeah, put us more money. Yes. <laughs> and sponsors. Yeah. Disney, Disney's a great it. company. I love working for them. Don't fire me. <laughs> so yeah so if you want to see the the halo 4 review um go to tsunamifaithful.com it's up on the website so yeah okay use an email you're fired <laughs> oh that would really suck i'd be like wow first of all he'd be like, wow they actually listen and then he'd be like wow i'm fired <laughs> i'd be like wow people at disney actually listen to me why do you not listen to me at work? Oh, <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyways. Anyways, now I got fired. Yep, <laughs> so the last piece of news is the thing that we've been waiting for. 
and that is the Toonami Tumblr. The the uh, Toonami website that they put out so that they can communicate with fans and fans can ask questions, which lots of you have already done that. Yes. And uh, we learned some interesting things. Like, for example, there was another Tom 4 that was that pretty much had a machine gun. What else? Uh, I don't. Well, hold on. I'll, I'll look at it. Give me a minute. Okay. So it's pretty much a uh, machine gun. And like Paul said, a looks like a move like Dragon Ball Z, but um, it's pretty much like he's a lot taller, um, more gold than usual. Um, I don't think he has gold now, but anyway, um, taller, a little scrawnier. Uh, I'll actually show you the guys the picture here so you guys can comment as well, but I do like the design of this one. Um, and I have not had a chance to check out the Tumblr, so. Oh, it's well, awesome. So basically, so everybody knows, um, to ask Toonami questions now instead of asking Jason 500 questions, uh, just go to Toonami.tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R.com. That's their official site, so to speak. So to, to talk about basically anything that's going on with Toonami. They will not talk about anything that goes on with shows. And we have to make sure that we, you know, we just put that out there that they um, will pretty much answer any question that you have unless it's stupid and they just won't post it. <laughs> um, so, I guess this means I have to get a Tumblr account now. Well, I actually have one for ours, which is uh, tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. The only Jason reason will I... still answer a few things, but as far as Tanami goes, it's straight up Tanami, uh, Tumblr, so it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Except for a... music, you have to send him music. Yeah, <laughs> as I well, as you've seen. Um, which is quite odd, but anyway. Um, yeah, I know it's kind of weird, but um, our Tumblr is tsunamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com again. Just so you guys know. So if you want to connect on Tumblr, that's ours. The only reason I put it up was so that way when we're asking questions, they know who we are and they can respond to us. So yep. And not consider us dumbasses. <laughs> well, I mean there's apparently a way that you, there's a way that you can just do it anonymously. So I, I would rather them know who's asking instead of being like, Well, this is just a random dumb person. You know, so don't talk That's... about Daniel like that. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, that's the news, basically. Woo. Uh, oh, we and uh, Tom Ford talking to three. Well, yeah, I mean, we some of the things that we should talk about before we get into the interview that we have. Um, basically, we had Tom three. 3.5. It's not Tom 3. It's Tom 3.5 talking to Tom 4. Oh, it's 3. Um, Just reanimate it. If you've been paying attention to the Tumblr, Jose, um, <laughs> basically, they've been, basically they need... Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, basically, they're alluding to... They're not really saying that they're going to do the story, but pretty much it's looking like they're going to do the story of how it went from Tom 4 to Tom 3.5. I think and, it's reversed, actually. Um, it could be. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's how three went apparently, to four. 
because this this is just a, still a remodel. I mean, no, 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 no. When I asked, I asked Jason about this already, and he said that they wanted to, they wanted to tell the story of how Tom Four became Tom Three Point Five because this is basically from what I'm getting from the Tumblr, and I could be wrong, but from what I read, I think it was today or yesterday. I think it was yesterday. This is the absolution is a rebuilt rebuilt absolution apparently but yet it's the same absolution and yeah <laughs> it's just a smaller version of the absolution just how tom is the same as three just reanimated right. and, and they forgot where sarah is programmed apparently so <laughs> she's just like i'm just gonna stay in the express room i'm on my period i don't feel like hosting tsunami night later oh, no. sarah's in the kitchen cooking for tom like she need to be doing Oh, um, anyways, we said some pretty sexist things here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> delete, 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 delete. Um, we're kidding. Please don't hurt yes. us. No, I'm just joking. We're joking. I can cook for myself. I can't cook. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care if you're ugly. So that's basically it. Uh, uh, the was- most important. The most important thing that we have to do tonight is get into the interview with, as you guys heard at the beginning of the show, with Brian from Viz. Yes. Um, We're really excited about this interview because you've heard us on the show. We don't we didn't understand Neon Alley. I, I've I've expressed my complaints about Neon Alley on the show and, and we've all have said our thoughts about Neon Alley. Um and going into this interview, you know, we ha- we asked every single question we, we asked. We didn't shy away from anything. We were very upfront with our complaints uh, about the service and, and what we didn't understand. Um, and after the interview, I think you guys, I think you guys are going to be surprised at our result and, and findings after after the interview. So we hope you enjoy. With us tonight is a very special guest, all the way from Viz Entertainment in uh, San Francisco. Uh, would you introduce yourself, sir? Hi, yes, this is um, Brian Ige. I'm the uh, Vice President of Animation here at uh, Viz Media. And tonight we're going to be talking about Neon Alley and what it means for Toonami and, of course, uh, the future of anime as well. Because um, I think a lot of people are confused about the service, and including myself. Uh, I, I've had a lot of questions about it, and I'm looking to get all those answered tonight. Uh, so uh, thank you once again for being here, and uh, let, shall we shall we go ahead and get started? Yes. Yeah, please. no, like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. I know this is kind of a brand new service, and it's a new brand, so you know, any opportunity that we can get to kind of speak about this and help answer any questions uh, that potential members or people that are, are discovering the service now, um, you know, more than happy to do that. So appreciate you guys having me on. All righty. So let's Thank you. let's um, let's get right into it. And uh, our first question is, of course, what is Neon Alley, and how did it get started? Okay, so uh, Neon Alley is basically it's a 24-hour program channel, um, very similar to similar to, to a traditional uh, television broadcast. Um, it features, you know, what we consider some of the world's best anime, all of it uh, dubbed in English and uncut. Um, we include exclusive uh, weekly premieres, so uh, dubbed shows that you will not find anywhere else and will de- uh, be debuting on Neon Alley. Um, they're in high definition when available, and um, as of right now, 
uh, Neon Alley is exclusively available through the uh, the PlayStation Network. And um, how how exactly did you guys get started on the project? Uh, well, one of the main things for us is that we notice that you know uh, traditional broadcast for us places like Adult Swim, Sci-Fi, G4, uh, Nickelodeon you know, historically have always been great, great marketing vehicles for our content, especially anime content. Um, Not a lot of uh, viable uh, broadcast outlets available for the content. And uh, what we wanted to do is, you know, as we saw that content on television was declining, um, we wanted to come up with another option for fans, uh, especially fans of dubbed anime, uh, fans that catch shows on Adult Swim, uh, but maybe don't know where to go after that. Uh, and also for core fans that you know enjoy both the subbed and uh, dubbed experience. Um, so really, what we wanted to do is build a business that we felt wouldn't cannibalize any of our already existing businesses, um, and would help sort of supplement the existing market, um, and basically basically covering the gap that we felt was happening um, because uh, broadcast because anime was declining on traditional broadcast. Okay. Um... And, uh, well, why, why create a channel instead of an on-demand service or using an on-demand service? I know you guys are on Hulu and Crunchyroll. Why, why, yeah. use, uh, why create a channel to, to broadcast and premiere dubs? Uh, so right now we have, you know, like you mentioned, there, we have a, a ton of different outlets that we use for on-demand. We have Hulu, obviously, Viz Anime. We've uh, done some things with Netflix also in the past. Um, so we do have a lot of different options for video on demand. Um, the reason why we wanted to create the program channel is there's a, well, obviously a, a few different reasons, one of them being um, discovery. Um, I think video on demand is really still a, a great, great platform. It's something that you know I still use to this day. Um, and you know obviously fans within the anime genre um, use that service a lot. And I think it's great if you know kind of what you're looking for, um, you know, what series you're trying to follow, that sort of thing. But in terms of um, trying to discover new content, uh, at times that can be difficult, you know, f- especially for licensing companies like Viz and other anime companies uh, here in the U.S. Um, you know, we have a certain amount of time that we're given in order to promote a series, get the products out at retail, and monetize it before our licenses are over. And, um, you know, given that we have a specific period of time to do that, it's important for us to be able to highlight and get new series in front of fans, um, given the specific timelines and things that we're trying to push for that particular series. And so broadcast has always been a good vehicle for us because it kind of puts the content in front of the fans for them to, to discover and explore, which is something that Video On Demand doesn't do. Um, you know, especially if you look at some of the video on demand spaces now, there are hundreds of series there. I mean, it can be extremely intimidating to somebody that is not familiar with the category um, and at times can be a little frustrating. So what we want to do is kind of curate the content, take that, that piece away, um, and really just kind of program the channel with content that we feel could cross over well um, with a, a mass audience and um, for fans of the dubbed content. Now, um, I, I, I guess I may be spoiled because I, I do have a DVR, but are features like DVR coming to the service? Because, you know, one of the things that has kind of turned me off to it is, well, if I miss a show, I miss the show. Yes. 
so we understand, obviously, with time shifting and you know the way that um, people watch television now, uh, there are functions and capabilities for people to still enjoy the benefits of discovery, um, but at the same time, um, kind of watch things when they want to. Uh, so that's definitely something that we are in the process of working on. Um, you know, I can't exactly explain to you how that's going to roll out, whether it's going to be in the form of a DVR or in more of the form of like a catch-up where, you know, there's a rolling amount of episodes that, that we premiere that will be available for on-demand. But I can tell you that we are looking at that right now and that, um, you know, as soon as we have a solution in place, uh, you know, definitely our members and people of, that are interested in the service would be the first to know. But it is definitely something that, um, you know, we are planning to add later on down the line. Uh, I think the first thing that we wanted to do was roll out with the product itself, uh, make sure that it functioned, worked properly, and that um, you know current fans and and future fans uh, thought it was something that they would enjoy. And so far, the feedback has been great. You know, to your point, um, that is the one major uh, piece of feedback that we consistently get is the on-demand piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and we obviously completely understand that. So it is definitely something that we're working on. But the main focus for us initially was, you know, to see if a product like this is even viable in the market. Um, And based on the feedback that we've gotten so far, we think it is. And so now we're kind of looking at the next phase um, of not only the app, but the expansion. That sounds that sounds great, actually. Uh, I, I'm, I'm great. I'm grateful that some kind of on-demand service is coming because you know I, I'm I'm anxious to see the Tiger and Bunny dub. Tiger and Bunny is one of my favorite shows, um, and and what's kind of stopping me is that it is only on Neon Alley right now. And I'm like, well, if I miss a show, I I missed it. I can't. I you know I can I have to wait for the rerun. But um, maybe when that ser- when that comes into play, uh, I will probably I'll probably take the dive and and go in for it. Um. But um, but uh, we're we're primarily tonight podcast, so we have to ask this question: How has this affected your relationship with William Street? Will the will shows that premiere on Neon Alley ever come to Toonami? and uh, will shows ever come to Toonami exclusively first for Neon Alley from Diz? Yeah, so that's actually a great question. I mean, we still have a great relationship with Adult Swim, um, Cartoon Network, and the Toonami people. Um, and so, you know, the real hope is that this will help um, enhance that relationship further. Uh, you know, there's nothing limiting um, getting content that premieres on Neon Alley over to Adult Swim and vice versa. All of our shows after acquisition are available. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, again, Adult Swim has limited inventory. Mm-hmm. So they, they show anime one day a week for a certain amount of hours in that one day. They don't repeat things throughout the week. They don't do anything else. So, um, you know, again, they're pretty limited. And with the amount of anime that comes over on an annual basis, it's just not logistically possible (laughs) to get all that content there. So we needed to find another alternative. Um, So to answer your question, yes, for both. We're open to having shows that premiere on Neon Alley go to Adult Swim. And we're also interested in having shows premiere first on Adult Swim. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not they have the available space for a new show. Um, you know, obviously there are also challenges with the content itself. Um, one thing that we are trying to avoid as much as possible is editing content for broadcast. Um, you know, we went through that exercise once before with, 
one of our largest properties, Naruto Shippuden, um, and found out that, you know, especially for a property like that, that's probably not the best way for us to be presenting shows um, by editing out, you know, pieces of it that kind of keep it in its sort of natural, original Japanese uh, form. So, you know, again, if we can work through some of those things, agree to terms, agree to a fair license fee, um, then, you know, we're definitely open. Again, this, is, this, was, this service wasn't meant to really compete with them. It was just an additional outlet knowing that they can't take everything that comes over. All right, that seems understandable. If I may make a suggestion, though, uh, once Tiger and Bunny finishes its run on an alley, put it on Adult Swim, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not like, again, that we haven't been talking to them about all the new shows that we get, every single one of them. Um, and so, like I said, it's, it's more a matter on, I guess, their budget and their available space, you know, whether or not they can take the show. You know, in the past, we were kind of in a bad position with, with broadcast. You know, we didn't have a lot of alternatives or options, which meant that at times we had to take deals that maybe weren't the best for us. Um, and so, you know, it puts us in a bad position either way, um, which is why, like I said, if we have an alternative, I think uh, it'll be easier for us to, if we can't agree to terms, at least have an alternative to get the content out to to fans. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we are, like I said, we do still work with them, and our door is always open to them, and, and you know, we pitch them all of our new content as we acquire it. Um, so... You know, it's not like we're holding anything back specifically for this. That wasn't the purpose. Okay. Um, yeah. So. All right. Um, well, I think we definitely answered that question. Yeah, that definitely answered that question. Because <laughs> that, was, that was a concern of ours, like if you guys were holding shows back to premiere no. on, on that Neon Alley first. No, it's just, you know, in, in times, I think the best example I can give you guys is Inuyasha, the final act. Um, that was something that is... <laughs> pretty old now. It's three, four, five years old from when it originally aired in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, we were holding off um, because we were trying to, you know, get that on traditional broadcast prior to releasing the DVD and the digital downloads and that sort of thing. Um, but at that time, you know, there were a limited amount of outlets. Not a lot of the deals were fair for us, and we basically had to hold off on that on releasing that content for a lot longer than we had hoped to. And, you know, as those years go by, those are years that we had already paid for as part of our acquisition. Mm. So um, it becomes problematic. And I think that's the bigger reason why we wanted to do this is so that we don't have to hold content and and pray that one day a broadcaster will come to us and say that they want to air this show. Um, But I think, you know, again, the whole purpose was that we pitch it to broadcasters, they don't take it, we can immediately still dub it and make it available instead of holding off on content for years. Yeah, because I, I, that was uh, that was one of the big problems with uh, with this. I've seen on other sites where they were just like, "Why are they taking mm-hmm. so long to dub this?" You know, because yeah. you guys are always very quick when it comes to mm-hmm. the show simulcasting in Japan, and it always mm-hmm. it always bothered me. But now that I understand the Neon Alley service, as long as we start getting stuff quicker dubbed, I'm like, "Oh, that's really going to be worth it." May I may yeah. I ask a question real quick? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, just just building on that question, um, would you guys like knowing that Adult Swim, I guess, kind of like, not not so much Adult Swim, but maybe Toonami's not having like a huge budget at the moment. Are you guys? Would you guys like make a deal with them in order to play 
a certain show or would you it would just be the same it, like you were talking about it just would be a standard broadcasting license kind of deal uh well i'm sorry if, can you repeat that again well like if if like say well tsunami tsunami doesn't have a huge budget as um mm-hmm. yes jason and some of the people have said mm-hmm. um I, I guess my question is is would you as a company like as viz being a company would you guys being that you now have neon alien and you can mm-hmm. you have this outlet to put content on like inuyasha final act or any like even tiger and bunny would there be a way for one of those shows to show up um you know not for maybe the price that you guys had licensed it for meaning that you know because they have a limited budget would you guys be able to you know make a deal with them or something um, I mean, it's possible. You know, the license fee itself isn't the only negotiable item on on mm-hmm. typical television deals. So there are a lot of other levers that we could pull and things that we could do to try to make a deal work. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, I can't disclose exactly what those are, but right, yeah. um, you know, I, I can tell you that it's not just about the license fee itself. Uh, there are other things. You know, obviously, you can shorten the term. You can, there's a lot of different things that you can play with in order to try to push a deal through. Um, but again, I think what it really what it comes down to is available inventory. You know, we have a show on there that's been on there for five years and it's picking up a slot right now. Um, you know, Bleach, for example. Right. Uh, and so, you know, until that ends, that slot's always going to be filled. And it's like that with a lot of other shows, longer running series. Um, there has been a shift that we've, you know, obviously, obviously everybody has noticed over the last year or so in Toonami programming. They've expanded the block. They've done a lot shorter series, um, which means that there is more available inventory that's coming up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're definitely open to it. You know, like I said, the, the problem is the deal still has to be fair for us because that because okay. they have a lower budget doesn't mean that our acquisition cost has come down. <laughs> we're okay. still paying the same amount that, you know, we've had to in the past. And we're trying to change that with our uh, licensing partners as well to try to figure out a way to make the relationship work across the board. Um, but that's really the biggest challenge is they have a lower budget, but that doesn't change the cost, that the price that we had to pay to get the content. Um, okay. So, yeah, we just want to try to make the deal as fair for both sides as possible. Right, and it sounds like from what what happened with Inuyasha Final Act, it's, it's it kind of sounds like you guys are being trying to be really fair with broadcasters too. So yeah, I mean, we want to, you know, again, we were hoping that you know we could build more outlets outside of just Adult Swim. So we had a few other broadcasters that were potentially on the table, um, but you know, I mean, you guys have probably noticed this as well over the last couple of years. Even those other outlets that were showing anime are no longer showing anime. So, right. Um, you know, it's made it even more difficult now to really uh, have a viable outlet outside of Adult Swim. Okay. Um, and uh, somewhat changing the topic here, uh, our good friend Richie Branson uh, did a rap song mm-hmm. for you guys. And uh, how did you guys get involved with him? So we, you know, obviously we follow all things anime in our world. And we know that, you know, he had been doing some things um, in the past. Um, and so we, you know, when we were launching the service, we just kind of reached out to him and to just let him know what was happening, you know, that there's new service starting up and kind of gave him some details on what, what, what we were doing with Neon Alley um, and struck up a relationship with him that way. So it, it, we initiated that, you know, we reached out to him just knowing that he was involved in the, in the anime industry.
industry and uh, we liked what he was doing with his music and wanted to see if he wanted to contribute um, to the channel. So we're hoping that we'll be able to do more with him in the future. He's, he's phenomenal. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> he's a, I mean, very nice. You, you've seen the, uh, the first two, uh, I think it was the first two or three Saturdays that Toonami was on. Uh, his, his song was actually the intro for, the, for Toonami. Oh, yeah. No, he's, like I said, we, we definitely um, <laughs> you know, value what he's done for us. So, um, you know, we're just hoping that as the service continues to grow, that we'll be able to do more and, and you know, help him on the back end as well in promoting some of the things that he's doing in the future. And um, it'll help support him as well. Like the Nerdy P now on iTunes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, next question is: uh, Are there any plans to expand the service to say Xbox 360, Wii, Wii U, uh, other outlets? Uh, yeah, that's you know outside of the the, the on-demand and DVR. That is the other biggest request that we get from um, you know potential users. Uh, you know, it's definitely something that we're looking at. Unfortunately, I can't confirm any expansion at this point, mm -hmm. but I can tell you that you know all of the feedback that is coming to us we read we listen to and you know obviously we try to pick the things that we feel will make the most sense for um the future of the service and our existing members um and so you know we are definitely looking at that unfortunately like i said i don't have anything to announce today um but we are looking at it so Damn it, we like uh, breaking <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, again, with, with these, these apps and, you know, especially this new way of delivering content, um, you know, everything is obviously an additional component. You know, every console or any place that we want to place the app, there's, you know, different development costs. There's a bunch of different things that go with expansion. So, um, you know, for us, like I said, our initial goal was to roll out single platform test the product looks like things are are working out well for us now so um you know now it's really time for us to look at these other options like the on demand and expansion and that sort of thing so we hope to have some news very shortly within you know a month or so um i think we'll have some exciting announcements for for future and current fans um tsunami news would like to have that announcement <laughs> um i guess this is uh Building off that question, I mean, maybe you can't answer this, but have you thought about turning Neon Alley into an actual television channel to compete with, say, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, all the other outlets that are not catering to anime right now? Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, we haven't really thought about that. I mean, if, you know, uh, DirecTV came to us tomorrow and asked us to purchase the channel, I mean, I, I don't know if we would... Um, say no, uh, but you know it's not really something that we've considered, and only because again, even with broadcast, traditional broadcast, there's still challenges. I mean, if you're on satellite, it's you know satellite or cable, you're part of this package or that package. Um, it's still not as easy, or I would think cost-effective, to be on traditional television as it is being an a la carte television channel. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if there was an offer that came to us, I'm sure we would evaluate it. I'm not holding my breath for that at yeah. this point. Um, but, you know, like I said, I think um, by leveraging the platforms that we're talking about, things like video game consoles um, and, you know, other uh, 
methods of distribution, we could still reach the same amount of viewership that, or same amount of households, I should say, that a, um, a cable broadcaster can. Um, like I said, one of the reasons why we did it a la carte is because we did see that there were some challenges with um, broadcast. Uh, like there are certain channels I want to get now that I can't get because I'm a satellite customer. Um, or they're part of a package and I don't want to pay for 200 channels just to get one channel that I want. Um, you know, so we wanted to try to figure out an alternative way to deliver a television experience without having to jump through the traditional hoops of, of television. Yeah, and unfortunately all anime channels, uh, channels that broadcast only anime, seem to have had trouble in the United States. I mean, uh, the first anime network uh, is no longer broadcasting. They only do on-demand content now, and uh, the mm-hmm. Funimation channel is having trouble as well. So I, I can see why you wouldn't want to do that, and you know. Uh, but it, it, you know, I'm I'm hoping if Neon Alley does become successful, uh, much more successful, that it gets to a point where broadcasters do take notice. And yeah, and I mean, have I definitely. Outlet. Yeah, I mean, that would be, like I said, great for us. I mean, the best example that I always give is that I'm a huge fan of HBO. I love HBO. If I want to get HBO, I can't just get HBO. <laughs> I have to subscribe to cable or satellite, then I have to get a standard cable package, and then I have to get a premium package to get HBO. And, um, you know, for me as a consumer, I'm not a fan of that experience. And so, like I said, what we really wanted to do is say, well, if you like a particular channel, we're going to offer it to you, and you can just get that one channel that you want. Um, and so we're hoping that that'll catch on, you know, obviously we may be far ahead of our time or we may be doing something that nobody will ever consider doing because it does not make sense. We don't know. Um, but one thing that we do know is the gaming consoles now are being turned into more of a home entertainment device, you know, not just for gaming. Um, we've gotten some research and statistics that show that, you know, half the, more than half of the time spent on the consoles now are used for things other than gaming. And so, you know, we just want to be a part of that sort of revolution, knowing that a lot of our fans are also gamers. So, yeah, we're hoping that that the the gaming consoles themselves will turn into kind of the new, you know, home entertainment uh, device that includes everything, not just gaming, but, you know, television, video, um, shopping, who knows. All right. Yeah, I, uh, next question is, uh, obviously, some shows are, are from from other competitors are on the service. The one I'm thinking of, I think One Piece is on Neon Alley now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how aggressively are you guys targeting shows that are not Viz, basically shows from Funimation, Bondi, Media Blasters, et cetera? Uh, well, you know, very aggressively. I mean, I think, you know, again, a lot of the other anime uh, studios are in the same position as us. Um, Blue Exorcist, which is on our channel, is actually not through Viz. It's actually through Aniplex. Um, so that's another partner of ours where, you know, the content itself is not coming through Viz, but coming through a third party. So we do have Funimation on board along with um, Aniplex. Um, we have Kaiseng, which is our live-action martial arts partner. Um, you know, we're having conversations with Sentai, Filmworks, uh, and a bunch of other studios as well. Um, you know, obviously the service is still new, so there's going to be a little bit of hesitation early on um, and some testing and, and, you know, a few studios kind of want to see how this whole thing develops and plays out before committing. 
Um, but we are, you know, trying to be as aggressive as possible in terms of uh, getting content for new content for the service. Um, but you know, we're open to to everyone at this point. Um, so it's just a matter of whether or not we can agree to terms uh, on content. But we're being very aggressive in our pursuit of um, content from third parties. Um, maybe this is already happening, but I thought I'd ask anyways for people who don't know, including myself. Uh, will shows ever air in Japanese on the service, or will this remain a dub exclusive channel? Uh, well, I think the way that we have it now, um, you know, at least for the time being, there are no plans to um, air anything in Japanese with English subtitles. You know, we have a bunch of services out already in the market that do that. Uh, and so, again, we're not trying to have somebody choose between one service or another. Uh, what we're really trying to do is kind of supplement the market. So as of right now, because of the amount of destinations already available with that type of content, mm -hmm. I can't see that being available anywhere in the near future on the channel. Um, I just I had a weird thought. I'm, I'm sure you're not going to implement it right away, but um, maybe what you can do is to maybe say to maybe save bandwidth is is include multiple audio options on the broadcast themselves, and uh, you know have a closed captioning thing. Yeah, we are actually looking at a bunch of different things. Like I said, you know, there. This is really just the beginning for the application itself. So, um, you know, that we've seen that request come through a couple of times already uh, for the Japanese with English subtitles. So, you know, again, because it's a technology-based channel um, and and is an application, you know, there may be some some ways to implement that in the future. Um, but I know as of right now, we have a few other. Um, bigger priorities like on demand and things that I think our fans are are a little more anxious to to see first. So you know, as of right now, we're kind of trying to prioritize what it is we need to do in order to not only retain existing members but get new members on board. Um, but I can tell you that you know, like I said, this is this product is going to continue to evolve. Um, and this is really just the beginning of it, and we hope that in the future we'll have some advanced technology and things built into this, um, and it'll be kind of like television 2.0 or something, you know, um, a new way to watch TV. Um, but, yeah, we are, like I said, little things like that are things that we are looking at, but we're really just trying to prioritize what it is we do first. All right. Uh, my my next question. I have my own theories on why you why you guys did this, but um, I thought I'd ask you. Uh, why do you why did you choose the PlayStation Three to premiere the service on? Uh, well, I mean, you know, for PlayStation, we've had a good relationship with them over the last few years. They house our download to own business, um, and one thing that we had seen over the last few years is that, you know, as we made episodes available for sale on Download to Own, um, that it was competing with major studio content in terms of rankings on PlayStation. Um, and that doesn't only hold true with PlayStation, it holds true on, you know, other gaming platforms as well. Um, but, you know, we felt that PlayStation would be a good place for us to start the service. Um, their, their video space, I guess, um, doesn't have as many applications right now as, say, some of the other gaming consoles, which give, allows us to be a little more focused in terms of getting the branding out to an audience. Um, but a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, we've been partners with them for a while. Um, they were excited about the service because they felt that it would help enhance their anime offering 
on on their side. Um, and like I said, you know, we felt that the PlayStation audience was a very focused uh, audience for anime, and that it would be a good testing ground for the initial rollout. Um, okay, I actually already answered my next question, so I'll skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always good. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, now, uh, obviously the big business in anime, at least to my understanding, the still big business is physical media. Uh, do you think this channel will, or, or any other online streaming really, will have a positive effect or a negative effect on your sales in physical media? Uh, well, I mean, we're hoping that, you know, it will have a positive effect. You know, like I said, we're not, we don't want to build a business that we feel would negatively impact our, you know, biggest revenue-driving businesses. Um, and <clears throat> so we hope, our hope is that we'll be able to, um, you know, help build on our physical media and our download-to-own business um, with this service. And a lot of that, you know, has to do with, again, the way that the broadcast is shown in sort of this 24-hour programmed um, fashion. You know, if everything was available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, anytime you wanted to watch it, all episodes, now that would definitely impact our um, physical media business. Uh, so, you know, I think our hope is that by doing this, um, that we'll be able to, you know, help expose some new content to fans that may not have known about or would never have discovered some of the new content that we have available. Um, and that, you know, it helps broaden sort of uh, the anime audience and category by making, you know, the channel available on a platform like PlayStation where, um, you know, maybe fans, or not fans, but people that don't know much about the anime category, because we have a one-week free trial available, they'll test out the service and, you know, hopefully we'll get a, some new fans as well. Um, and get them into, you know, potentially purchasing physical media or download to own products or other products and services related to the anime category. Cool. All right. Um, how how difficult is it to maintain a service like this? I mean, this is a this is streaming video twenty four seven. How how difficult is it to maintain over a regular television channel or utilizing a streaming service? Well, it's uh, to be honest with you, it's a lot a lot more challenging than we initially thought. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact, like you mentioned, it is 24 hours, seven days a week. Um, and not only is there, you know, obviously the content programmed, but um, we control all the advertising, commercials, interstitial clips, um, which all have to be created. All the bumpers, all that stuff has to be created for this to work. And um, that has been kind of the big... Uh, challenge for us is that, you know, not only, like I said, do we include the, the commercials and trailers for anime, other anime products and services in addition to the content on Neon Alley, but we also have little interstitial pieces that talk about things like upcoming conventions, um, you know, what's releasing on DVD this week in the world of anime, in the world of manga, in the world of digital manga, video games. Um, you know, we have little anime quizzes, trivia, that sort of thing, um, really to help, uh, you know, more casual fans get a better understanding of the category. And not only that, but to help, you know, like I said, push the products by letting fans know when things are coming out, when, when things are uh, going to become available, um, instead of having them go out and, you know, try to find it on their own. Um, you know, when we know that we have a, a show premiering, we know that that's probably a good time for us to also let fans know that, hey, these DVDs are also coming out this week. 
um, in the world of anime. Uh, but that really has been the biggest challenge is maintaining all of the television-specific type pieces, um, you know, which we're, we're finding is, is challenging for us to do on a consistently on a weekly basis. Now you've given me a question to ask Al Fair. Sure. <laughs> but I'll ask that off air. Continue. Oh, off air. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Um, so my next question is, obviously, you've gotten a lot of fan feedback, but how, how have they reacted positively and uh, or, or negatively? I mean, how what have you been what have you been hearing from the fans? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, I it's actually kind of been a pretty mixed bag, um, you know, on the negative side. There are a lot of fans that don't like dubs <laughs> in general. Yeah. And and that's fine. Yes. I mean, because again, the service was not made to replace anything. If you like subtitled Japanese language or subtitle content, there's a ton of options for you already available. So this shouldn't cause any sort of problem for you because we're not taking something away and replacing it with this. Um you know, in terms of additional negative feedback, you know, we, we talked of a couple about a couple of those things: lack of on-demand, um, you know, lack of expansion or availability on other devices. Um, and so, again, in terms of the negative side, that's really a lot of what we've been seeing and reading. And I think we have answers for those things. So there haven't there hasn't really been um, too many negative things that we feel that we don't have an answer for at this time, which is great. Um, on the positive side, you know, um, I think for some of the older fans of anime, um, you know, we've seen things like, you know, this kind of brings back a little bit of a feeling of nostalgia of when Toonami was first around. Um, you know, there are other fans who enjoy just not having to think about what's on, just turning on the service, kind of sitting back and, you know, doing homework or other things while the channel is playing, catching things here and there. Um, and, you know, again, it's there are also fans that have talked about that they like the fact that not only are they watching content that they like, but they're also getting more information about um, the service itself or the other products and services that are available in the category. Um, so overall, like I said, it's been kind of a mixed bag of things, but um, in terms of the positive side, you know, like I said, it's been great. People like the product. Um, and on the negative side, you know, there are concerns around certain things, but I think that we are, we're going to be able to address a lot of those concerns in the near future. Um, and and I guess this leads to my next question. What is your ultimate hope for this service? You know, what is, what, when do you think we did it? We, we finally nailed it. <laughs> You know, I, to be honest with you, I don't think there will ever be a point for that. I mean, I, I think, you know, again, because this is a technology-based app, I mean, for us, the hope is that we can build up, you know, a sizable audience, continue to grow that on a consistent basis, and really help expand the category to a larger audience. I mean, I think in order for anime to be successful and stay, stay around, um, you know, services like this, uh, content on Adult Swim, on broadcast, we're going to have to start reaching more people, um, new fans, um, you know, getting more people into buying products and services. Um, obviously, the biggest thing that we haven't touched on really is controlling piracy, which is probably one of the largest reasons why um, anime is having difficulty here yes. in the U.S. Yes, it um, is. You know, <laughs> so, you know, I think... Um, 
you know, the hope, like I said, for me is to be able to use a service like this to help grow the category, um, not only to, to please existing fans, but honestly to make new fans. Um, and, you know, only by doing that, I think the category is really going to be able to sustain itself here in the U.S. Um, because, I mean, you guys are in the know in terms of what's happening with this category, and, and it's struggling. You know, it's it's not something that, um, you know, is making money hand over fist. So, you know, I think really the hope is really to help grow the business um, right, right. and and just continue to do that year over year. Um, which is why we wanted to do that, make this a multi-studio initiative, um, and not just a viz thing, um, because we know that the problem isn't just, it doesn't just affect us, it affects everybody within the category. Um, and we're all going to need to kind of figure out a way for us to, to work together in some areas to help build the category. I don't think, you know, the anime studios themselves are really large enough to really be competitors with each other at this point. Um, you know, I think really what we need to do is kind of get ourselves into a position where maybe we can be competitive with each other at a certain point. But um, I think as of right now, the best thing for us to do is really try to figure out the best way to help grow our existing audience. Um, and, you know, like I said, hopefully this is a, a service that can help do that. I like that approach. I like new fans because it means more jobs. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, like I said, I think that's been kind of the the challenge right now is that because it's not on broadcast or newer things, you know, more shows are not available on broadcast, it makes it a lot more difficult for it, the content to get exposed to newer audiences. And so we thought, you know, the gaming platforms might be a good way to capture core fans, but also capture fans that might be interested in the content, but have never really had a chance to engage with it. Right. Well, I think that's something that we kind of, we kind of been trying to do. I mean, Jose came up with the idea of, um, for example, with, uh, dead man wonderland. I don't know if you mm -hmm. saw that on the internet. We were, uh, trying to get people to buy it so that we could get a second season of it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, uh, yeah, we're, we definitely we're running understand. some of the commercials on, on. We're running some of the commercials for that on our channel right now. Go buy it. First box set. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless plug. Go buy Dead Man. <laughs> and Tiger and Bunny but, comes yeah, out I mean, soon on Blu-ray Part One. Uh, I don't remember the date. <laughs> Shameless plug for Viz too. <laughs> Which actually, is, speaking of uh, cross promotion, you you guys should really, if you can, get your hands on Dead Man. I think that would be a good thing for your channel as well. Yeah, yeah, no, like I think that that's a perfect fit because, and again, I didn't see it when it originally aired on Adult Swim, so I'm not sure whether or not they actually had to edit the content or not, or if they just showed it in its original form. They had to edit it, unfortunately. They did? Okay. That's kind of what I figured. So, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, you know, given that we're not held to the same restrictions as television is, um, you know, we can show things completely uncensored and uncut the way that they were originally meant to be shown. So, I mean, a show like that would be perfect. I mean, anything that has to be edited for a broadcast is probably a good fit um, for us. Sweet. In terms of violence and fantasy. <laughs> violence. <laughs> Not other things. I love violence. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't foresee hentai suddenly showing up on the service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... Speaking of a uh, cross promotion, since Paul brought it up, um, do you see any cross promotions with this service with Toonami, or will you keep this somewhat separate from 
the boys over at William Street? Um, we're not sure. I mean, we, you know, like I said, we, we still do have, you know, monthly conversations with them. We talk about new shows, catalog content, things that we hope to premiere. I mean, at this point, I, I don't think, you know, a company like Cartoon Network or Adult Swim really has Neon Alley much on its radar, to be honest with you. I don't know if they really see a lot of value in, in a service like ours at this point. Um, I think once we grow, um, expand into more places, um, have a larger uh, subscriber base, um, then I think, you know, it's possible that there there may be some things that we may be able to do together. You know, we could be running sort of the catalog content or, or earlier seasons and have some cross-promotional messaging that says catch the newest episodes there. And there's a lot of different options. I mean, I think that could be available, um, but it just depends. You know, again, I think for right now, we're just trying to focus on, you know, putting out the best quality product for our service and gaining subscribers and, um, you know, really trying to make that subscriber experience as good as possible um, and you know if Adult Swim decides one day that they want to do more with Neon Alley you know like I said we're more than happy to listen and open to any and all partners at this point um, you know the service isn't completely defined at this you know it's still a little open-ended in terms of the types of things that we can and can't do so um, yeah I would say at this point it's open but um, I don't I don't really know if we're <laughs> even a small little blip on their radar at this point. <laughs> well, I, from what I've, from what I've seen personally with like, for example, if you saw Disney uh, with Wreck-It Ralph partnered with them and mm-hmm. they did a game review for fix it, Fel- uh, what is it? Fix it Felix, fix it Felix Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also just last weekend with uh, Halo four. I know those are games obviously, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it seems like they're open to doing things, you know, paid advertisements like that um so yeah. I, I mean i'm i mean i'm just throwing that out there i mean we're we're all people here trying to get anime back on the, the radar so yeah <laughs> i mean i'm open to anything i'm especially open to a service that's open to other to bringing everything not just their products mm-hmm. together so i mean i think that would be a good partnership between the two of you just just my opinion i, but. I just want to see tom review the service i think that'd be cool <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. I, I, I have to admit that he walks into that he walks into that new room and starts talking about it. He's like, man, I don't have to do my job anymore from Saturday. Only on Saturdays, I watch anime whenever all I want. Yeah, no, I, like I said, I think you know, for us, we're we're all on the same page with you in terms of you know what the goal of what we're trying to accomplish here is. Um, and like I said, we just we wanted to try to find a, a new creative outlet to try to do it. Um, and like I said, hopefully this this is just something that um, fans will look at as another option for them. Um, are there any plans to expand this service to other countries? So, okay, so I'm actually glad, the reason why I'm glad you brought this up okay. is this kind of goes back to the reason why it's beneficial for us to be on gaming consoles. Um, being on the gaming consoles allows us the ability to do this. Um, you know, if we were a channel on, say, DirecTV or Comcast or anything like that would be extremely difficult or actually it would be impossible for us to expand this channel into another territory. Um, And so, you know, I think, like I said, once we kind of roll out the ideal product that we want for the U.S. and Canada, um, you know, we'll definitely look at other probably English-speaking territories um, and see what's available or what could work. But 
Um, there's nothing at this time. You know, like I said, I think we have a few other uh, larger priorities um, on our plate right now that we, we need to address in order to make our member experience better. Um, and that's really what we're going to continue to do, um, you know, until you know, at least in the, in the short term is really try to give the people that are paying for this service the best experience possible for their money. Um, and that includes some of the things that we had already talked about earlier today. Um, but that's kind of our big focus. And, you know, things like um, expansion to other territories is, is a little further down the road for us. But it's, the good news for us is it's an option. I'm actually I'm actually somewhat surprised you'd say it would be easier. Um, I mean, I, from from your your explanation makes sense to me, but uh, the thing I, I guess would be on my mind is uh, the content itself. Uh, I'm assuming Viz or Funimation Funimation doesn't have anything overseas. I, I, I guess if you were going to the UK, you'd have to negotiate with Manga UK, who seems to have a monopoly mm-hmm. on every show. Yeah. So the good thing is we have we are actually partners with. Um, uh, Kaze and um, you know the the people in the UK. Same with our relationships in Australia and um, a lot of the English-speaking territories. Um, we're partners with a lot of the um, companies out there mm. that are controlling this, and they're having the same struggle as we are. They can't get stuff on TV either, yeah. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> it could be beneficial. For everybody, uh, but again, we're not. To be honest with you, we're not ready to have that conversation yet with them. Um, obviously, rights are going to be a big thing. Um, we do control some of the rights internationally for some of the stuff that we currently have on the channel, but we didn't want to include that initially because we we knew that we weren't going to immediately go there. Um, but you know, like I said, the, the, for us, it's it's something that we can look at later on down the line. I guess what I meant in terms of easier is that if we wanted to do it, um, it would be easier for us to just turn on the app in the territory than it would be to try to get a television station in the UK to buy the channel. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, e- even Netflix took a little while to get to the to get to Canada. It took. I don't remember how long, but it took forever to get to Canada. So look at, look at how long it took Adult Swim to get to Canada. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and that, the fact that you guys are already in Canada, I think bodes well uh, in terms of your service. Uh, I think I think we will see uh, your service go international a lot quicker than than other services. I, I'm I'm assuming that some of the international got, distributors are might might be chomping at the bit a little bit. Like here's our shows, please bring the service over. <laughs> And I, yeah, I mean, that was what we were finding in Canada is we sell products there, but we have no way to promote these products in Canada. <laughs> um, and so for us, again, something like this, a service like this made sense. Um, right. There are some challenges, obviously, with Canada now, and I think a lot of that has to do with um, their, their quality of, of streaming and Internet. I don't think it's as advanced as what we have here in the U.S., um, which has always been kind of the challenge there. Um, but... You know, like I said, for us, you know, going through the PlayStation console, at least we know that these fans are connected. They're, they're playing games, which means they must have somewhat of a decent connection already. Um, and so, you know, the, the gaming platforms itself helps us in kind of identifying which users will be able to access the service the best. Well, I do know that there, there are some people over there that are trying to get um, Toonami over there now that Adult Swim's there, so... Hopefully, hopefully that avenue will be open as well too. So, yeah. Um, basically, whatever to to get anime around the world. 
But um, yes, anything. But uh, <laughs> speaking of around the world, how how have Japanese companies? I'm actually curious to hear their thoughts. How have they reacted to the Neon Alley service? Uh, well, in the beginning, it was very challenging, to be honest with you, because it's a very new concept, even a concept that hasn't been done here in the U.S. Um, and so, you know, obviously, historically in Japan, they've been a little more conservative in terms of where, how, and when you show their content. Um, but, you know, basically we told them that by doing this, you know, it's going to allow us to localize more content, bring more over, get things out faster. So there's a benefit to them um, for, for a service like this. And, you know, their goal, obviously, is to try to get as much content out internationally as possible. Um, and, you know, for us... Um, you know, we're, we're trying to obviously find the best content that we feel can work with um, uh, U.S. and Canadian audience here. So, uh, you know, so far they have been supportive. Um, you know, obviously they've granted us the rights for all these huge, great series to be available on the service. So um, they have been very supportive of it. We've been able to work out deals with them that allow us to put all of these shows on the Neon Alley service. Um, but I guess right now, really what they're waiting for is feedback in terms of, you know, how the service has been performing, that sort of thing, um, before there are future commitments for content. But, um, you know, they were excited, to be honest with you. Any new way to get content out in front of the fans, I think, um, if explained properly to them, um, they can get excited about. So, uh, so far it's been great. Uh, we're only a month about six weeks into the service so um you know there's still a lot more growth that i think we can um attain and you know i think this is really just the beginning for us so um hopefully there the japanese company will be happy with the way that things are moving forward and that they'll be a little more open to um, providing more content for us in the future um and uh i guess my other question is that how who who exactly came up with the idea for the service? Was it you guys at Viz or was it your Japanese parents? Uh, I, I wish I remember their names at the moment. I don't. <laughs> but the, uh, no, it was here internally at Viz. We were the ones because again we deal with you know U.S. broadcast and trying to get things on TV and um, the struggles and challenges of um, the U.S. market. And so, you know, we, again, wanted to try to come up with a business that um, we felt would kind of supplement without cannibalizing. And that's how we kind of came up with the concept here. Well, okay. that does it for me Thanks. and my questions. Um, it sounds like the service, like I, I really was not convinced that the service was a good idea. I was like, well, it doesn't seem like a good idea. I was always hoping it would be successful because I want anime to do much better here. But I didn't. I, I guess I didn't get it. And now hearing you talk about it, I think has kind of opened my eyes to like what a kind of a brilliant idea this kind of is, and why I don't know why nobody ever thought of it before. So I'm glad you guys are doing it, and I will. I will definitely be giving it a trial and and review it on the show. Um, awesome. So thank you for coming on the show. And uh, yes, thank you. And I, I'm really, I'm really hoping that the service does incredibly well because you know I, I, I personally want to work in the anime industry one day, and I, I. I want more jobs to be available. I would like, <laughs> I would like more people to experience this content as well. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, like when I first started, I was I when I got into Viz seven years ago, well, actually more than that, seven and a half, eight years ago, um, I was just a casual fan. 
I mean, I caught things here and there on TV, you know, had a few friends that were fans. But after working here for the last seven years, I have been immersed in the category. And I have to say that there is some great stuff here that definitely I feel can work with, um, you know, an audience here. I mean, great stories, great stylistic artwork. I mean, there's a lot of great things about the category itself, and it's always different. It's not the same thing from property to property, studio to studio, creator to creator. You know, a um, lot of great, great stories. And, you know, like I said, I think after seeing all that stuff, and, and I just wanted to find another way to get more of the content out in a more meaningful way, you know, like I said, in a way where I can get it in front of fans without having them try to find it because they may never find it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, hopefully it works out well and we'll be able to, you know, help grow the category. Uh, All right. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, we'll be back in one second, folks. Hey everybody, we're back. I hope you all enjoyed the interview. Um, what you didn't hear in the interview is uh, I will be actually getting to try uh, the service for much longer than a week. So I will be doing a review of the service relatively soon. I hope to get that soon, uh, done very soon. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and, and also, yes. to build off of that, I received five giveaways for Neon Alley. Um, okay, so the official number is five? The official number is five. Okay, so cool. what we would like to do is give these away in some kind of fashion or form. Um, I don't know how we should go about this, but uh, I think the best way that we could... <laughs> not email. Rock, I paper, scissors. I'll, Rock, I'll, paper, scissors. I'll, I'll do something. We're going to figure out what to do with the giveaways. We'll, we'll announce it next week on the podcast, and we'll let you know how to get yourself a Viz, well, actually a Neon Alley prize bag. Um, and remember, guys, I mean, from what you just learned, yeah, you want to support this. Trust me. And uh, you want to basically, get... you just want to support the anime industry, guys. And you know, I, even though I had my complaints, I was always hoping it would be successful because we we are such a small industry. The anime industry is small and sadly getting smaller when it should be expanding. When we see stuff like Tsunami, when we see stuff like Neon Alley out there, we we need to do what we can as fans to really support this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And help people get I some agree. jobs, man. Come on now. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, so um, but yeah, we had a great time on the podcast. We're I'm 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 ecstatic to be back. Yeah, yeah well you're gonna be even trip, man. Uh well, not yet. We'll 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 get to that. Sweet. But um let's talk about what we got coming up on the podcast in the next few weeks. Um First of all, we next week we will be talking to just a nobody, just no one, just somebody by the name of George, and I want to say Kirstick. Oh, my he... God! Oh, my God! Oh, what the f***? What the f*** was that? <laughs> that was me freaking out. Wow. Anyways. Um, he just jizzed in his pants, folks. No, I'm, I'm actually, actually – I'm really excited for this interview. Actually, Jose was re- – when he, when he heard from Japan, he was like, really? <laughs> He's like – 
this is kind of awesome. So not yes. kind of. This is awesome. You're not denying me from being in that interview, dude. I Deny. Anyways, Deny. <laughs> we kind of do that. We <laughs> we've unfortunately seemed to do that often. <laughs> Too damn much. We tried to have you in in the interview earlier, but it was just it was not in the I cards. Don't know what was going on? But there next was... time Jose has to call me, not you. <laughs> but anyways, um, so we'll be doing that next week. Um, he'll be hopefully. I- I'm hoping that it coincides with some huge news about Megas XLR because he is one of the he's the co-creator of Megas XLR, and apparently the recently canceled Motor City on Disney. Which, so, boo. which I'm looking forward to that interview and hopefully we'll get to, to Disney. Boo to Disney. Mark. Yeah. Boo to my <laughs> own company. How dare you cancel that show? Jose's remarks. <laughs> Jose's <laughs> remarks do not reflect tsunamifaithful.com or his own stupid idioticness that he would boo his own company. Receives a phone call. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> no, it wasn't Jose. It was Darrell. Yeah, it was Darrell. It was Darrell yeah. booed Disney. I would never yeah. boo Disney. Yeah, yeah Darrell, that's right. Blame the black guy. Blame the Darrell black sounds guy. like a, a white guy. That's right, guys. He can, he can <laughs> mimic my voice pretty well. <laughs> and no, seriously, though, man, somebody tweeted me and it's like, you. they actually said that I look basically differently than I sound. Yes, people, I speak <laughs> Caucasian quite well. Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> no, All right, so the... <laughs> okay, that's enough before we really that's get ourselves enough. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the the other guest that we have coming on is we're going to try to get John on from Adult Swim Central the next week after um, so that he can talk about what Adult Swim Central is and our partnership. So, Which I'm also uh, looking forward to that one. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. We'll probably do something more or less like just have him on the show and do some shenanigans and then kind of talk to him about Adult Swim Central since that's his baby. So I love shenanigans shenanigans but anyways if somebody um, says shenanigans one more time sorry super shenanigans <laughs> and then you guys are gonna have to help me out with uh vic slack's name um oh dude Mayana. we're screwed yeah. big manana big nyanya we're gonna have him we're gonna have him on december 6th um everything has been confirmed with that Vic, so if those you're listening guests, right now I will practice your last name in the mirror. I promise. I yeah, it's a it's a tough one. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Darrell is the linguistics master, so he'll he can break you it. in half. That's all. That's fine. Yeah, I'm, that's why I'm going to practice it a lot. I'm going to practice his last name a lot. Especially since you met him, shame. shame yes, shame. I've I've met him before, and he's a very very, very nice man. Um, yes, he is. met him at Rockon. He's a very nice man, and um, very kind, sir. Uh, very, very, very open to do interviews. So we're very happy to have him. For those of you that, by the way, who don't know who he is, he's the voice of Ed on Full Metal Alchemist, and he's done yes. tons of anime. Oh yeah. So look forward to that, guys. Those are the guests that we have coming up. To update you, yes, we are still trying to get Steve. I, I if the guy's busy, I can't get him on, guys. It's so. almost as if he has stuff to do. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he does. But anyways, <laughs> it's almost as if he's one of the biggest voice actors over in L.A. right now. Oh, wait. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> Who'd have thunk? So oh, yeah. we're trying to get him before the end of the year. If we don't, please don't get angry. I mean, we did do Jason DeMarco, so. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. We'll work our Uh-oh. magic. We'll work our magic. I mean, I got Kyle Bear. <laughs> 
We yes, got did. yeah, we got Jason, man. If we got Jason, we can get anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I agree with that. So. All right. So that's what's coming up, guys. Um, we're back. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. Jose's not going to go on a random vacation to Japan anytime soon. And well, I might. Uh, I might be going back sooner than I thought. But um, I will take the recording equipment this time, so we will will not have this problem. And also stay tuned for uh, more with Nerdcore Absolution. I'm looking, I'm hoping to have it out by, by you know, the begin somewhere in December. Hopefully at the beginning of December. Um, I'd like to have it out by the end of November. But um, just look forward, just look forward on uh, Toonami News and also our website. I will make sure that I announce it. And uh, we got some bigger, as we always say, we have big things in the in the works. We definitely have some huge things in the works, so you guys want to stay tuned. Stay tuned to uh, Toonami Central on Twitter. Um, we will be tweeting on that as well. So, you know, just keep keep an eye on both, and we got more things to come, guys. This isn't – we're getting bigger and bigger, and the bigger we get, the bigger things we do. So I told you I ain't said nothing yet. That's right. Because I'm going to barbecue. Of course. Oh, sweet. Oh. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Uh, actually, food. no, I can't eat that. <laughs> All right, so. I lost so much weight, and I come back here, and I f- eat one hamburger. I gain 10 pounds. Not fair. Wait, was this the first time you pounds. swore on the podcast? Me? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I was kind of getting... Uh, well, okay. It may be the first time I swore on the podcast. Well, I'll, I'll edit it later, and we'll see. <laughs> and Japan made him solid, people. He's a f- pussy right now. By the way, Daniel, I like that that picture you just put on Twitter. That gets a retweet. Anyway, <laughs> I anyway like for the Tsunami Faithful podcast, guys. Remember, guys, if you want to find out what's going on with the Tsunami Faithful podcast, there's two ways to do it: podcast.tsunamifaithful.com, and then our Facebook page, facebook.com facebook.com/tsunamifaithfulpodcast. I will be announcing more stuff there. Um, if we have a huge announcement, it'll probably end up being there as well. So um, make sure you stay tuned. Also, I almost signed us off without doing our goddamn Twitters. So let's do that again. And Darrell, please, please tell everybody where they can find you. Fine, sir. Okay, you can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai 7 at Twitter.com, folks. Daniel. At Zero Gamer on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O on Twitter. You can email me at J-E-A-R-G-U-M-E-D-O at ToonamiFaithful.com, and I will be sure to get back to you. And as always, you can contact me on Toonami News, um, apparently on Toonami Central now. <laughs> um, you can also, uh, like I said, I've been trying to use my personal account more on Twitter, which is at Paul Buscrillo. Uh, if you have like more of a personal question, maybe something that's not involving Toonami, because I don't always talk about Toonami on my personal account, uh, you can always ask me there. Um, and on the website, my username is tfadmin, and you can email me at toonaminews at toonamifaithful.com. And, uh, sorry, one last thing. Um, Samson recently tweeted out to at Jose Argumento. That's not me. Uh, I'm not mad or anything, but... At Jose Argumento, that isn't me. I'm at J.E. Argumento. So just so we're clear, I'm not that other <laughs> dude. That's some other guy. 
Yeah, yeah. That's another Jose. That's not our Jose. Yep. And I don't even talk to that guy. I don't <laughs> talk to that guy either because I don't know who he is. Damn right. I don't All talk right, to strangers. Okay. <laughs> I don't talk to Ex- Exactly. We don't talk to strangers, people. All right, guys. For the podcast, peace. We're out. We got bigger things to come. Peace. Deuces. So, uh, for those of you that are... Welcome back to the city. (laughs) Yes, welcome back to the city. Um, So, for those of you that have stayed through the outro, you get a little extra treat. Um, it's stories from Japan, Japan, Japan. Actually, stories from Jose. Yeah, stories from Jose. <laughs> so, um, so I thought I'd start off with a funny one this week. So I'm, uh, I'm in Shibuya, which if you've ever been to Shibuya, if you've ever seen Lost in Translation, it's featured prominently in that you see Shibuya crossing. It's, it's kind of like New York's Times Square where there's TVs everywhere. And uh, once the cross, the crossing is really amazing though, because they don't stop traffic. Um, you know, unlike Times Square, where Times Square, there's no, tr- basically no traffic through it. Um, so you, you walk through, you know, and you get to the crosswalk. And then once the crosswalk goes, it's just like an anthill of people just going every which direction. It's really an amazing sight to see. Um, so I'm at, I'm, I'm in Shibuya and I go and I'm shopping around, I'm looking for places and I see a little store, uh, in this, um, off this main road and it's, uh, it's a D it says DVD on it. I don't read the rest of it because it's all in kanji. I have no idea what it says. So I get into the elevator to get to the third floor. Um, and this lady's coming up and she, you know, I hold the elevator for her and she comes in I say, konbawa, which means good evening. And, you know, we say hi or whatever. And um, she points to where she's going, and she's she's pointing at the full body massage place. And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm going to the third floor. And she starts laughing at me. I'm like, you know, giggling like, I'm like, okay, I don't get it, but okay, it's funny. So I get into the third floor. You know, she goes up to the full body massage mm-hmm. thing, whatever. I get to the third floor. So, anyways, <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> So I get to the third floor, and um, you know it's a DVD store, all right. There's one rack of anime, there's one rack of regular movies underneath that, and then the rest of it down below is porn, and everything off to the left is all porn. I had walked inadvertently into a porn shop, and that's why that lady was laughing at me. Congratulations. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, she was going to a full body massage place. What the fuck was she laughing at? Uh, she was going to get a happy ending. Yeah. I think she was being more perverted than me. Hentai? Hentai? I didn't know. I can't read kanji. There's like no f***ing signs that say 18 or older. This is porn. You're about to walk into porn. Ichi, Ichi. Wait, why? You're old enough. I know. I'm old enough, but I'm like, I'm not looking for porn. (laughs) I just walk in and I'm like, ooh, there's a businessman here. that's what your mouth is saying, man, but I'm pretty sure your wood was saying something else. (laughs) <laughs> um, my wallet said differently. I bought like six DVDs. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't buy anything in there. I... The thing is, though, there's like no indication that this is a porn shop. There's no indication whatsoever because on oh. the front, the logo is literally like some Goku-looking character in a in a business suit wearing glasses. And I'm just like, oh, I guess it's like an anime thing. And you walk in, you're like, no porn. 
<laughs> that ought to let you know right there, man. That's like the code, man. Goku and glasses. Eagles porn. Well, see, Jose, see, Jose if, if you didn't buy so much Starbucks coffee in Japan, you probably could have bought that. I actually did not buy any Starbucks <laughs> coffee, sir. Okay. Lies. No, I literally did not. That, What's that picture, the receipt that we saw on your Twitter? That was my friend who I went traveling with. She dragged me into a Starbucks. Yeah, sure. That was your friend that you got the Starbucks, Starbucks from. Um, all right, for real, the story behind that, because uh, you have seen the picture, is we're we're in Sudoashi and we're walking around trying to see the area, and my friend Julia literally f***ing drags me into a Starbucks. The first f***ing place we go to in Japan is a f***ing Starbucks, and I'm like, are you f***ing serious? And she actually bought like a little f***ing caramel macchiato, and I'm like, are you are you kidding me? And her, oh yeah, I was so, so angry and pissed. I was like, this is the first place we go to in Japan. Why? Why? There's so many other places we could go. So did did you miss saying f- in the podcast? Yeah, um, not too much. I just I, it it comes and goes. Yeah, he just f- mellowed out the night, man. That's so fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. Why the f- can't you fucking swear? What the f- f- wrong with you, man? This ain't the f- Jose I fucking know. <laughs> f- <laughs> <laughs> how much editing? How much editing am I gonna have to do here? <laughs> I was about to say yeah. a lot. Well, it's good practice. All right. I need. I need to get back into the swing of things after all. Welcome back. But yeah, um, yeah, it was it was a trip and a half, and I have many more stories to tell. So uh, I hope you all enjoyed, and uh, I hope you enjoyed me walking into a porn shop and getting Starbucks <laughs> in Starbucks in Japan. Porn. Think about it. Nothing says Japan like Starbucks and porn. Yeah, seriously, right? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> by the way, that's proof that Starbucks is everywhere. It is everywhere. And Outback Steakhouse. Uh, yes, and Outback Steakhouse. I sent that to my friend, Matt J. Michael. I didn't actually eat there. Good. What no, I... I kept joking around though. I was like, because I kept joking around with my friend Julia because she did drag me into a Starbucks. I was like, I want to go to McDonald's. She was like, Why would you want to go to McDonald's in Japan? I don't know. Why would you want to go to a Starbucks in Japan? Hmm. There's not like 20 million <laughs> other coffee if it was places. Dunkin' Donuts though. There's no Dunkin' Donuts. No, I didn't see any. There was Starbucks like, I could understand, but Dunkin' Donuts, come on, the freaking logo for crying out loud. There's no Dunkin' Donuts in Japan. I could not find any. At least did you go to Men's Warehouse? Um, I went to a men. I went to Shibuya 109 to buy clothing for myself, and um, I realized that I am ridiculously huge uh, compared to Japanese people. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. I am seriously incredibly large uh, because I'm a medium back here in the states. I'm I, I wear medium shirts. Uh, and, and I'm a size 12 and a half shoe or not 12 and a half. I'm a size 12 shoe and I had to squeeze into a size 10 and a half shoe and I had to wear larges because they don't have extra large. I had to wear larges for everything and everything was tight on me. I know, man. Oh God. Japanese people are fucking small. No, No, they're just just fucking small. Yeah. Made me feel very fat. I was like, God damn it. I'm like trying to fit in a medium and I'm like, the button won't close. And like, go get a large. I'm like, this button won't close either. Okay, what's your next size? We don't have other sizes. Shit. <laughs> Excuse me while I go vomit so I can fit into this goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> See, you should have just did like I did, man. I just started rocking a dang on Mawashi like I was a sumo wrestling call of the day. Oh, See, you could pull that off. I can't. 
Yes, I know, but my dick kept slipping out. Oops. Uh, <laughs> See, you can pull that off. I can't. And, and with that's that, where I stop. Right. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I think we're over with this. All right. <laughs> uh, tell us what you all think. If you want to hear more stories, let me know. Peace.